Hi, I'm Kelly Feely, the Successful Practitioner, and you're listening to the NeuroNoodle Network Podcast. Welcome to NeuroNoodle's Neurofeedback and Neuropsychology Podcast, featuring a neuropsychologist, Dr. Laura Janssen, Dr. Skip Wren, Tech Wiz Santiago Brand, and neurofeedback legend Jay Gunkelman. Our goal is to provide information and promote options for better mental health. This is an all-star cast, and I'm more than happy to share their knowledge with you. My name is Pete, and today we have a special guest, Kelly Feely from Successful Practitioner. But before we start, we'd like to thank our Patreon business supporters, Outrageous Baking, Tour Talk, Alternative Behavioral Therapy, and Amazing Brains. We'd also like to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters, EEG and me, Sadi M, Jonathan Rowe and January Terrell, and Loretta T. Outrageous Baking is a dedicated gluten-free bakery that has been around for 15 years, Tortoc wants more people to discover text-to-speech. Joshua M. at Alternative Behavioral Therapy Neurofeedback Service in Vancouver, Washington. And Amazing Brains in Colorado, two locations, Vail Valley and Summit County. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps get the word out. If they can't hear us, we can't help them. Okay, Kelly. We have Kelly Feely on today. Now, Santiago, I think you reached out and said, hey, we need Kelly uh, on the show. How do you know uh, Kelly? And I know Jay, you know Kelly. Everybody knows Jay. What's what's the connection here, uh, Santiago? I honestly don't remember how I got to meet Kelly. Uh, I know we've, we've been talking for a while now. Uh, I don't know, Kelly, do you remember? I, I guess it was through uh, Linda Walker or someone like that. Yeah, yeah, and just learning programs and and you know we've a lot of us in the field have taken multiple courses together and gone to conferences and all these things. So I've had a lot of opportunities to meet and work with some wonderful providers like you uh, and Jay and so many others. So uh, we've definitely crossed paths multiple times, but I think through uh, trainings and other professionals is really where we solidified our our. Uh, friendship and and uh excitement in this field over what we're doing so and we started out actually uh, uh you were uh the head tech at the office um uh, running multiple neurofeedback sessions and uh doing the eg qg recordings uh for dr hashemian's clinical practice uh, where brain science international was uh, in the same office, basically. So we met, uh, uh, professionally, um, and, and you, you ran that office really well. Uh, it, it was a, a significant loss for us when you went to work for Dr. Turner, but, um, you know, it's, it's good for the field. So it's all good. 
Um, and uh, obviously from there, uh, you've been involved with the Stens and you've got your own company now uh, with consulting. Um, uh, uh, you've uh, uh, come a long ways from a back lab uh, uh, neurofeedback tech uh, uh, kind of working under the uh, under the cover of a of a practice I was part of. So it's it's been fun watching the maturation of your presence in the field. At, at this point, I think you're one of the touchstone uh, solid uh, spots that uh, people can actually refer to. So uh, it, it's been fun watching that. Well, I, you know, I really appreciate that, Jay. You know, we've, uh, I got my, my start, you know, really working and learning from you. Uh, my first experience of doing a QEG was, was with you. Um, and I've had the opportunity to mentor under you and to watch you work. And also, in addition to helping run and, and um, you know, build, help build these clinics from one to seven in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, um, also helping Brain Science International get going um, and helping set up all the equipment and, and handle the software and yeah. make sure all of you guys were taken care of during your, your teachings. And so, you know, that's another thing that, that I've incorporated into my business is the cert- certification programs, you know? Um, so we'll talk a little bit about, you know, what, what I do and how I hopefully can help continue to impact the field as people are getting started in this. I think that's one of the biggest challenges. People have so many questions. First of all, we're, this is fascinating. So people are, are learning about it quite fast, and especially with the help from products like Apple or companies like Apple or Aura or all of these uh, huge companies that have put millions of dollars into researching biometric data, which is what we're, we're pulling, right? And what do we do with that? Well, they're doing very low level stuff. We're doing it on steroids, right? Which is wonderful for us because we got all the fun toys. Um, but it's really engaging the, the general population and community saying, oh, we actually can get some data f- about what's happening to us. And then, yeah, it's telling me to go to sleep, uh, sleep earlier or make some changes, get more physical activity. But they're starting to learn about this and then they're going to their providers and they're hearing that they do biofeedback and neurofeedback and then they see how advanced it really can be and that we actually can train people we can assess where things are coming from and start to resolve and, and work towards you know helping these people live healthier lives so um i think the main thing you know is really getting people interested and and, and educated not just professionals, but the community. Kelly, we have moms and dads that listen. We have clinicians that li- listen. You know, please give us the the quick elevator pitch on your business and who you help and what you do and, and your your background. Sure. So I'm a board certified fellow in neurofeedback. I also uh, am board certified in QEG. I'm also, I guess, not. I don't consider myself a glorified tech. I, uh, but I definitely. Um, hope to be, you know, I've, I've done a lot of that. I've worked clinically, uh, as Jay had mentioned, um, I've popped around quite a few different practices, uh, and help get them up and running and also lead and train their teams. Um, so I do, we offer at Successful Practitioner, uh, cert- certification programs in biofeedback, neurofeedback and, and QED. Um, and then in addition to that, we also have board approved mentors. So, uh, successful practitioners really 
um, focused on making sure that we teach professionals the science about what we're doing. Technology is, we're in the most advanced technological space we've ever been, and it's only getting even more advanced, and I love it. And so what's exciting about that is we can teach the science and then makes decisions off of set gold standard devices and say, well, here's what I want to do um, and here's my budget. And so one of the things that I do is I meet with people after they go through these courses, because that's the first step to getting certified. Um, after that, I say, hey, how was your experience? What'd you learn? You know, what do you think applies to you and your client base? Um, and then we talk about it and I offer them all of these different options, talk about the pros and cons. Uh, as mentioned, I've worked in a lot of different uh, educational spaces. I've worked in manufacturing and distributing. Um, and so, you know, I have a lot of insight and I've worked in, in um, uh, you know, in, well, again, with multiple different devices. And so I can say, hey, pros and cons, pros and cons, you know, um, and kind of guide them. The goal is to guide them responsibly towards what's best for them in their clinic and they're helping their community. So basically taking a course, um, getting mentorship, getting equipment, and then we offer mentorship, which is I met, we match you with somebody who is a board approved mentor um, and that is specialized in your type of uh, clients that you're gonna be working with, as well as your hardware and software. Someone who's really knowledgeable that can get into the nuts and bolts of things and, and really help you set up things uh, protocol is your type of software and get you familiar with it. it really ties everything that you've learned all together. Um, and then the next thing is uh, that we offer is business and marketing uh, support and consultations because after you learn all this, get what you need, what do we do? <laughs> how do I, how do I integrate this into my clinic or start one? Um, and how do I package it and, and, and again, educate the community so they want to come in? Um, so we're kind of a, I like to think of, of the company as a parachute uh, for the providers who are jumping out of a plane and aren't sure if they have a parachute or not. Uh, we like to be that and give a full hug around anybody who's interested and passionate and qualified to do this. Um, and then the courses that we offer um, are great for parents or anyone who really just wants to learn about the science. You don't have to go and do uh, the full course. You can just take an online first half of that and really learn about the science. Um, another real important thing that I think people miss, and I think Jay can really appreciate that because he's been around for a long time too, is when I first got started, biofeedback played in one sandbox and neurofeedback in another. And they didn't play together, really work too much together. Now we're in a different space and it's come together. But um, people really, over time, we've done the research and uh, we've applied a little more common sense, what I like to say. If my patient is breathing and regulated appropriately, it's getting the, the brain is getting the oxygen it needs. My, you know, they're, they're in a space where they're at neutral and we can start to get in and do good progress and work with the brain. Um, so I always try to tell people that it's very important to understand biofeedback uh, as the base and foundation. And so starting there and taking that course will set you up for success as you go into neurofeedback and even advanced QEG.
Um, I would love to start with QEG uh, and and do it the reverse, but there's just a there's a foundation that really needs to be learned yeah. for people to be successful going through this. And so those are conversations I'm having all the time, and, and especially with just regular users, they want to know more about this past just the Apple Watches and Fitbits and things like that, um, because there are consumer products that they can get. Um, to help with some of this. Now, it's always recommended to work with a board-approved provider for, you know, um, the more complex things. But um, there are devices where you can do some some home training biofeedback. Um, and uh, so th that's pretty much what our company does. We like to make sure that we're supporting people and have solutions for every step that and every challenge that anyone's going to face as they work towards uh becoming qualified to provide this to the community. I have to say um, uh, uh, that there are a lot of people that will uh, do a course for a piece of neurofeedback equipment, but you're more like Switzerland. Uh, you've got every single device manufacturer under one roof and you've, you've worked with all of them. So, um, you know, uh, people aren't guided by the manufacturer's wish for them to buy that device. Um, you're, you're giving them the Swiss tour of the field without the bias towards one uh, uh, platform or another. And you can usually match people up well. I also have to say it's good to see uh, that this is not uh, a circumstance where people are viewed as a disembodied brain. I mean, we're, <laughs> with uh, uh, the brain has got to have uh, uh, heart and lung and circulation and activity and uh, proper nutrition and all of that together as a package in order to operate properly. And uh, you're not just treating it as a disembodied brain. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And again, following that path and that foundation, because if we think of biofeedback or that big umbrella, EEG biofeedback, aka neurofeedback, temperature, heart rate, respiration, all of these things are so powerful. Um, because again, you're, you may be experiencing stress or holding stress in your neck. And if you go to do a QEG and you know this, we're going to see that. Or if you're doing neurofeedback, we're getting, we're getting stuff that we don't want in our data. Um, and so it's important to understand uh, that you have more than one tool. Uh, to use before you really get in and start doing the deep work in the brain. Um, and I made, a, I, I, I like to say I made a mistake and, and I've learned lessons. And I think that's why I um, am kind of where I am today. And I feel um, very grateful for, for my experience and time over the past decade, a little decade and a half uh, in this industry is I've made, I've made mistakes. So one of them was saying, I love the brain. That's where I want to start. Forget the easy lower level stuff. Let me dive in. I've got Jay Gunkelman here. You know, let me let me tap into that. And I did neurofeedback and QEG. And then I realized, wow, as the field came together, you know, we started seeing this research come up. I said, oh, that's very important. I need to circle back around. Now, I didn't go to get certified in it, um, but I took courses and I learned about it. And um, again, I've I've worked in educational capacity and put programs on um, and built educational programs. And 
that's one big piece of that. We always tie that in. And even then in the neurofeedback courses, we're talking about that as well, because it's, it, we just have to drill it in. You, you have to have full body work, really have to be evaluating the full person. Um, and again, we want to teach the science. People need to understand the science. The technology is going to, it's going to change. And there are plenty of systems that are quality that will do the job and do it well. Um, and it's really just guiding people to what's best for their needs, um, whether it be just local level consumers or um, uh, medical providers or health and wellness, uh, you know, athletic uh, performance enhancement, you know. So I really appreciate that we have that opportunity at Successful Practitioner to um, offer the experience to get hands-on on multiple different devices. Uh, very fortunate to uh, partner with uh, the leading distributor in the industry of, of equipment, who also is very unbiased, which is an another reason why we love working with them, um, biomedical instruments. Um, and so, you know, it's just been, it's been very fruitful to bring all these wonderful people together to be able to support um, our field, our industry, and then just the regular um, mom and dads that are out there looking for the true support that they need. Um, you know, another thing that we offer a successful practitioner uh, for special cases is uh, we do see some clients for services. We have uh, our instructors and other mentors that do uh, offer services, remote services. So for very special cases, we do take on some clients, um, but generally we're here to educate um, and, you know, get, get this knowledge out there so people can start utilizing it and feeling better. Yeah, well, I, I have to say that uh, that's one of the main reasons I suggested that we, uh, we get Kelly on the podcast. Uh, and one of the reasons I love working with him. Uh, I, I've been doing this for 14 years now. And when I first took my, I took my first training with Stance back in 2008, uh, I had the good fortune of meeting somebody I was living in Florida at the time, and I, got the, I had the good fortune of meeting somebody who was restarting her clinic. So she invited me to work with her. And it was not only a very exquisite clinical learning experience, but I also learned how to run a business. So by the time I resigned that position, I started my own company. I had a lot of knowledge. But when I moved to Singapore a year ago, I just discovered how different things <laughs> work here. And... Uh, you know, I was I was struggling a little bit on how to get the business organized here, because even though I have the, the knowledge and the know how, well, the culture is different and the intricacies of running a business here are much different than they are back in Colombia, where I'm from. And that's when Taylor, Dr. Taylor suggested that I that I work with Kelly. And uh, I have to say that Kelly has been extremely pivotal in helping me get my business organized here. Um, Every time I meet with him, I subject him to all this rumbling because I have a million ideas going on. And Kelly very quietly and very patiently sits and listens to me. And then he helps me, you know, channel uh, the energy and harness that in, in a very uh, useful, uh, productive way. And therefore, you know, he's helped me organized ideas here and he's helped me understand how things work here and he's helped me understand what I need to do what I don't need to do what I need to focus on what I shouldn't be focusing on and therefore uh, the success that I'm having right now I owe it to to Kelly he's extremely professional extremely patient and he knows what he's doing now 
my recommendation always is work with Kelly. If you don't know what's next, you take the training and the, the common question is what now? The common denominator is, okay, how do I run a practice? Uh, what business, do, what equipment do I buy? How much do I invest? What population should I work with? If you have all those questions uh, as a prospective practitioner or even as a parent, then you should talk to Kelly because Kelly has the know-how, he has the experience, and he has the talent to help you understand it, and he has the talent to help you develop it in a very successful way. I, I love that he doesn't use a one-size-fits-all approach. He takes your personality, he takes your style, and he helps you develop that. You know, much like a director working with, a, with an actor, helping them develop the character. That's what he does for you. And I have to say that I, I wish I have known Kelly back then because I think that when I first started doing my running my business, I would have been much more successful than I am right now. But I'm glad that I'm working with him. And, and therefore, I, I think that in, in our field, it's, it's very important to have people like Kelly. And it's very important that we have him today with us because uh, the people who listen to the podcast and who are new to the field will benefit greatly from, from working with him. Kelly, what are the, some of the things that you, you help new practitioners out on? Like, or what are some of the pitfalls? Uh, somebody's listening today. Don't do this if you're going to start a practice. What's the no, number one thing, number two thing? Uh, that, that's Well, first, thank you, Santiago. That was, that was just beautiful to hear. And I'm, you know, I'm honored to be able to support you, uh, as well as all the other businesses that I that I've uh, been able to support. Um, I would say one of the biggest things, and Jay touched on this too, is a lot of people fall victim to, I have the best device. I have the. This is the best. This is the best. This is the only. This is the way to do it. And every brain is individual. Every human is individual, um, and it's not a one size fits all. And so a lot of times they get pulled into these programs or and talk to these specific devices. Well, devices are going to change. They're getting better. We have Jay on, on this podcast showed uh, the, the, um, the headset uh, from uh, South Korea. I mean, amazing stuff that's coming out, you know, and people automatically are, they just listen to this and they just buy into it without really being guided responsibly. And again, that's the that's the goal is I really take time and listen to people and what their needs and what clients are they working with, you know, uh, because it makes a big difference. And what's their budget? A lot of people overspend. They don't need to buy all of these things. And, all, you know, they're they're guided by people who want to sell them stuff. And all of this stuff is great. The stuff that's out there by leading distributors that are, that they carry are all FDA uh, compliant and and will get the job done in a quality manner. Um, but really taking the time to understand what's out there, and that's again, contact me. I have a 25 minute free consultation. I do it all day. I absolutely love listening to people and their goals when they first get in and what they want to do. Um, so a lot of times people overspend or they buy, they buy into what the first person tells them. And, and just like anything else, you know, we really want to research and see what's out there. Find somebody who's going to guide you, uh, and not try to sell you anything and say, Hey, Hey, look, I was in the same spot. These are the options that are out there to you. Choose the one that your gut feels good with, you know? Um, so Ellie, is, it, is it safe to say least don't buy? 
I, you know, I wish there was more leasing options um, out there on the market. That's one thing that I, that I've uh, tried to, and uh, at, uh, companies that I've worked with that do do sell equipment in the past, um, having them come up with programs like that. Our goal is to make this accessible. It's a very expensive field. The equipment is very expensive and people come in with different budgets, uh, whether you're fresh out of school or let's say you want to start a clinic um, and haven't really been in the healthcare field. You know, you want to do optimal performance. People just have different financial situations. And there are companies that will lease equipment uh, as long as you're a, uh, uh, a licensed provider. And then another option that I love doing, especially for clients that we see here, or even just uh, providers that I consult with for business, I say, we're in a remote space. Technology is awesome. So tap into it and use it as much as possible. And one of those things that's available to you is doing remote training. Uh, Biomedical Instruments actually has a lease program where your uh, client as a practitioner, I can say, listen, I don't want to handle all the the stuff. I just want to sell you the training package to help you get better. Go to Biomedical. They'll rent you this equipment for as long as you need it, as long as you're doing services with me, and then turn it back in. And what's beautiful about that is we're not selling equipment directly to people that shouldn't have this long term. We know that that happens sometimes uh, where they could do some damage. You really want to work with a qualified provider. So having them, you know, renting this equipment and doing your sessions is, is, is a great option for uh, parents and, and, you know, regular uh, people out there that are looking for these services. Those are some, some challenges is finding the right education that's unbiased, that's going to teach you um, and having the opportunity to, uh, Really do research. Look at the BCIA website. Uh, look at the 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 um, uh, International QEG Certification Board IQCB, um, and look at AAPB. Join associations. Uh, you're going to learn a whole lot from from the resources that they have. I, I just want to share an experience I had because it relates pretty well to what you were just describing. Uh, you know, a, a few years ago, uh, I got invited by the Ministry of Sports in Colombia to, to run the neuroscience lab. At the time, I had been doing neurofeedback for a while, so they learned about my work with sports, and they wanted to hire me to, to run the lab. And we are at this place where they wanted me to do a talk, and all the sports psychologists from, from Colombia were present. So I do my talk about neurofeedback and biofeedback and how it can impact sports. And after the talk, I get approached by one of my colleagues, and he's very excited. He's got this look of excitement on his face. And he approaches me and he says, Santiago, I got this neurofeedback equipment and I cannot wait to use it. And I said, you have it here? Yeah. Okay. Show it to me. And he pulls out this, uh, this gadget. Uh, I, I don't remember what, which one it was, but it, it looks something similar to what Jay is wearing with the, with the head and the, and the earpiece. And it was an FP1 electrode, um, just an FP1 electrode. And I, and he's really excited and he starts showing me the, the software and, and the interface and it, it ran on the cell phone or a tablet. And I just listened to him and I just let him do, you know, the whole spiel about how he's going to use it and how excited he is. And then I say, look, I, I, I got to tell you something. Uh, this is not showing you amplitude readings. This is not giving you frequency readings. I don't see anything that's voltage related. And, and he starts, you know, his eyes get wide and he says what's that and i said well that's precisely the problem you don't know what you're talking about 
I said, you, you're binding to this. And I know it's not your fault. You're excited. But, you know, this is not neurofeedback. This is neurogaming. And I said, you know, this equipment, probably in retrospect, I shouldn't have said that, but I said, you know, if next time you throw a party, instead of pulling out a twister, just take this equipment, show it to everybody, and everybody's going to love it. You're going to be the life of the party. <laughs> and obviously, he was disappointed. And you know how it is. People talk. So then, you know, word got back to me after a week or so, you know, so-and-so is really disappointed in you and he's mad at you. And he's saying that you crush his dreams, that you're very arrogant in this and that. And I said, oh, look, if, if, if being honest is arrogant, guilty is charged. You know, I was just telling him and I was doing him a favor. And this is, this should be a lesson to all of you who just want to buy cheap and don't think about quality. And you have to think you're working with athletes. You're working with people who are going to the Olympics. Think about what you could possibly be doing to a person if you're treating only FP1 and they have a lot of slowing or they have an alpha asymmetry. I mean, you have a depressed athlete, you're going to get them even worse. And that's not only going to damage your reputation, it's going to ruin all of us and the field of neurofeedback at large. And therefore, you know, when people get excited, I say, look, you have to talk to somebody who has the experience, who can explain everything to you. Because unfortunately, our market is it's permeated more and more by uh, all these gadgets where marketers neurofeedback. And of course, as Kelly was saying, the first thing people look at is their budget. Well, how much, what's in my wallet? And if it is cheap and if it is promising and if it is exciting, of course, people are going to buy it. And everybody has a tendency to circumvent uh, the learning curve. You know, Jay's talked about it before. I remember the first, the first time I took my neurofeedback course, I was thinking, what the heck did I, make, did I get myself into? I was more overwhelmed than I was excited. I was really thinking, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? I meet Jay a couple of years later in, in California. I go do one of his trainings in, in Charleston, and I'm thinking, what am I doing here? You know, because I'm looking at Jay going through the EG and he makes it look so easy. And when you first try, you're going crazy. But then again, I was happy that I got to work with the best, that I still get to work with the best and that I stuck around enough to do it. And that's something most people don't do. And I think that, that, what, that that's what Kelly brings to the table. He helps him understand that this is not a cheap field and it's not an easy thing to do. But if you're patient enough, you can be successful down the road and do proper work. It's it's expensive if the client doesn't get uh, the symptoms relieved, right? Uh, Kelly, Kelly, what what trends do you see in the field for somebody uh, coming in? For instance, like uh, you brought up the iSync hat cap. You know, the way I see that is I see there's a market, if you can afford it, to send those caps out and people can do that at their homes uh, the learning curve for a tech. I don't even know if you need a tech anymore to put that on. Because uh, the way Jay was describing it is, you know, boom, and then it, it's it, it's going. What trends do you see? It's very interesting. And, and just to circle back to what Santiago said is, um, you one of the things that I tell providers when they first get into this, you get what you pay for in this field. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. If you want to do it right, I mean, I tell people, listen, this is what it's going to cost for you to get your certification. This is what it's going to cost for you to get a 
arrange for equipment. This is going to be what it's going to cost for mentorship. This is what it's going to So we're going to break it down because I want people to be successful and they don't know what it looks like. And then they jump in and they're like, sticker shock. Oh, well, what happened? We don't want that. We want everyone to be as informed as possible before they even get in and make start working away. One of the things that I hear all the time, and I've experienced this myself, I probably sat on, I don't know, Jay, how many of your lectures at Barry Sturman's and Cynthia Kirsten and all these wonderful people, Joel Lubar, I sat in on multiple pre, like uh, courses and I'm learning every single time and I'm still learning. And you don't, you're, you're not going to walk out of any course or any space and say, I've got it. I'm a pro this, that anyone that says that needs to, needs a little ego spiritual time. But really what it comes down to is your, this is a lifelong learning, uh, science and research is changing. And I want to really advocate that people continue to take courses and network and go to conferences and become, uh, affiliated with associations like AAPB and ISNR. Um, and, and so, you know, there are a lot of different devices out there. Some you don't need uh, additional people. Um, it's very unlikely that those bigger types of devices like the headsets, the dry headsets that are, are still, they have a long way to come. Um, and that's a whole different topic how you go down. But you know, those are more out of the range. So you're looking at like pediatric or psychologist, like psychiatrists and medical doctors that can do that with some of their patients. I don't know if we're necessarily there yet, but having uh, these lower level, uh, smaller channel devices sent out to your clients and have them do that and have a technician work remotely with them is really an ideal setup and situation. And there's some perks from a business packaging standpoint where you can make that beneficial. Another thing from a business aspect, reimbursement rates, uh, I tell cash is king. Um, there's very few people that don't, uh, that accept insurance and they're, they're fortunate because they, they are medical doctors or have some type of licensure that will allow them to bill. Um, and even then you really have to um, negotiate uh, appropriate rates for you to get paid, which is, I have a lot of gray hair for my age and it's because of fighting those battles. Um, so I always tell, you know, providers to package their, um, package things appropriately so that when customers come in, they see the value. We're going to do a QEG. We're going to do a full assessment on you. We're going to do a neurocognitive assessment. We're going to do a QEG. We may do some, um, psychological, uh, evaluations or, or whatever. And then we're going to provide that information to you, set up uh, a package where your QEG and your other neuro, as you test every 10, 20 whatever it is, um, you're also getting reassessed and measuring that progress. Um, and so a lot of people, they'll just do training, but the problem is they come in three times a week to do this, maybe. And well, what are they doing when they're going home? They're not eating, right? I, I, you know, they're not sleeping, right? They're not practicing the things that we try to tell them. A lot of them are. Uh, some are really good uh, uh, patients or clients, and we love those ones, but the mass majority don't. One of the things that we can do uh, to also bring in maybe a little um, offset our costs from training if we don't get the reimbursement we want is rent out uh, home devices uh, like HeartMath or something that they can practice some of these skills. And there's a bunch of devices out there that, that you know providers can recommend uh, where they can practice these skills at home. Uh, and I think that's really important that a lot of people miss out.
because, you know, coming in once, you know, once to three times, sometimes every day um, is great, but we really need that off time to also kind of practice and just, you know, especially heart rate variability training at home is, is, is wonderful, you know, or David delights or, or whatever, whatever that may be, but you can rent those to your clients and it helps offset some of the costs. And if they love it after, you know, wearing it or doing it for, for a, a month or two months, however long you can just sell it. You say, okay, great. You know, you've rented it, uh, you know, pay a hundred dollars and it's yours, you know? Um, so there's a lot of different business tools that you can do and, and a lot of things to help your, your patients as well, which is really the most important uh, is having both of those in, in tandem with some of the business stuff. Uh, being successful in this is really making sure that you are educated, um, that you're continuing to um, follow that education path and continuing your learning, working with other providers to find out what they're doing, um, and not being afraid to ask. I think a lot of people are afraid uh, of looking like they're they don't know their stuff. We're all we all suffer from the human experience. Um, and we're all learning and some of us know are specialists in this and specialists in this, or have had, a, had more experience. And that's one reason why everyone taps into Jay is because you've got this brilliant guy in front of you who's seen almost, you know, everything, uh, that's out there and you is a, is a vital resource, you know, and you don't have many people like that, but we do have people that are specialized in these little pockets of things that we can really tap into. So finding your people, these are our people. I, I think from a business perspective, continuing to learn, finding the right people um, and finding resources. One of the things that I like to do is, again, we're a solutions driven company. So when people come to me and say, well, how am I going to fund this? How can I afford a, a $15,000 QEG machine or whatever it is that they want to buy? So we offer resources, you know, uh, financing, um, there's, you know, renting, you know, there's a lot of different things available to, to professionals to be able to afford this. And again, planning, uh, proper planning uh, prevents a piss poor performance, as my father would say. And so um, that's why we lay it out to, to, to people who are really interested in getting in and, and utilizing this with their clients. What can you expect? What am I, what am I facing so that I can... I can plan and, and make this dream a reality. One big mistake people make, uh, and I love this one, website. That is the first face of your company, your business, and what you want. And you want to make sure that your content is clear, that you don't have too much of it, uh, that you're not speaking over their heads. Uh, we're talking to regular, regular everyday mom and dads uh, and people that are stressed and overwhelmed and, you know, that are really needing help, but they really need it broken down simple and it comes back to that education but a lot of people try to skimp on the things that they really need equipment their website and and how they're getting this message across because it's we're not sending out flyers or advertising on tv or doing different things these days people are, are searching for things online and you have to use the proper you have to use different terms i have a marketing department here uh, and we are constantly looking at statistics. And I can tell you that people are not searching biofeedback for ADD or anxiety or neurofeedback for attention. It's not happening. Uh, it happens maybe a hundred, a hundred hits, you know, a month across the globe or whatever, or in the United States. So you've got to really- Give us a freebie, Kelly. How, how are they finding neurofeedback? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, set up a 25 minute consultation. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so really, again, educate, educate, educate. So, you know, we need to providers need to have that education, uh, uh, information and digestible content, whether it be blogs um, or um, on their website where they have videos. People want to see you. They don't want to read so much anymore. Our attention span is just diminishing. And I'm sure we could all have a whole different podcast on that and technology uh, and how it's affected our attention span and, and uh, learning. But one of the things that I say is, is have videos, uh, write blogs, uh, make yourself stand out as an expert in, in, in what you do um, and really focus on your local community, set up your SEO, make sure you hire somebody who knows what they're doing. And, and if you're not fluent in developing websites or SEO or Google ads, chances are your administrative assistant isn't either. <laughs> so you're, you're trying to find easy ways to get around the most critical pieces for you to be successful. So really making sure you have a good website um, because people are going to look at that and then they're going to look at the, 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 the provider down the road from you that has maybe the similar prices. But if their website looks sexier than yours, bye. You're not gonna, they're not going to call you. They're not going to come in. You're not going to get another opportunity. So get them while they're hot. Spend the money where you need to spend it. And then, you know, talk to people like, like me or, or other professionals and say, well, where can I save some money? And where can I make up that money? Exa example would be those adjunct devices, right? Um, or packaging appropriately for your community. So I got, I got a lot of tips on that, but website is really important. And I go through um, quite often and I just, a lot of people come to me and say, hey, I'm looking for a provider in this area. And I say, okay, well, here's the BCIA list. That, that's one space. Um, and then also let's Google your area and I'll just go and look at websites. And some of them, I'm just like, oh, my heart breaks. And I'm like, I don't think you have a line out the door. I think you're probably working seven days a week. I think that you're, you know, there's a, it really causes a lot of uh, pressure on the provider because they were just hoping to save some money. And, you know, you, again, you get what you pay for and, and your return on your investment is what you're really looking for. So how, how, what do you really want there? So I would say website and uh, again, writing content uh, that makes you look like you are uh, the go-to in your local area. Your continuing education stuff is important. Um, you, you have to realize that the EG is a very difficult learning curve, but it's the right learning curve. And it, um, you look up the curve and there's people in front of you. Uh, if you see somebody who says they're on the top of the curve, watch out. They're dangerous. Uh, there's no way to be uh, somebody who masters EEG. Uh, I'm a student of the EEG. It's still teaching me. Uh, and and uh, if you see somebody claiming to be the master, watch out. Uh, but don't just look up the curve. Look behind you. There's somebody who needs your help as well. Uh, we're, we're all in this together. Uh, it's not competition. It's cooperation. Uh, we, we have to help each other. Uh, to move the field forward and, you know, look at the people behind you, uh, look at the people in front of you. Uh, we, we've got a gigantic linking of, of hands from behind and in front. And we're all trying to ratchet up, uh, up this impossible learning curve. 
it may be impossible, but it's like I say, it's the right learning curve to be on. And uh, uh, I've been in the field 50 years and, you know, I was excited when I was a kid starting with my own lab in 1972. Um, and, you know, I, I'm more excited about the field now than I was then. And like I said, I was a pretty excitable kid. So um, the, the field is bloomed. Um, you look around internationally, um, uh, there, there's, uh, there's societies in Australia and Europe and uh, 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 throughout the world. Um, we've got uh, 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 universities that will give you a PhD uh, with this as a dissertation topic and, and not chastise you for killing your career. Uh, when I started, uh, there was basically UCLA and uh, UC San Francisco, Camilla and Sturman. And if you went somewhere else and told them you wanted to do a, well, then it was EG biofeedback. There wasn't a neurofeedback term even then. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, but uh, go to some other school. We don't want your kind here, you know. Uh, uh, and it's still in the United States, there's still a bit of a pejorative about the field of neurofeedback as just a bunch of hippies. It's not. Uh, this is solid neuroscience. Uh, the international world has publications. Uh, the journals that uh, accept papers and neurofeedback are uh, abounding. So um, uh, the, the field is flourishing in a way now that it didn't when I started. I was excited, but there was very little reason to be <laughs> other than just potential future. Um, uh, uh, at this point, uh, 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 it's it's so exciting. I have to cover one eye, is how I say it. You know, so you know, if you want to go down this path, understand that you are in for the long run, and it's going to create a lot of frustration. Sometimes you're going to second guess yourself. I mean, after 14 years, I find myself second guessing myself many times, and you know, I still. You know, recently we did an EG with JS. I, I look at this and I'm like, <laughs> I need Jay because I don't know what I'm looking at here. And, you know, and Jay very graciously, as he always does, looked at it and he taught me a lot. Um, I think that, like, like Jay says, uh, the cooperation is very important and the networking is very important. You, you, I, I've had the opportunity to, to meet, um, spend time, talk to, have dinner with and learn from the legends in the field. And uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And, you know, as long as they're present, as long as they're active, the, I recommend that the newcomers to, to, to attend one of Jay's talks, if he's doing that, uh, you know, Barry Sturmany, I don't know if he's doing that anymore, but, uh, you know, Cynthia Kirsten is out there and uh, Paul Swingle is out there and Linda Walker is out there. Um, and and to, to learn from, from them, not, all, not only they're, they're, skills and knowledge but learn about how they work and how they do it uh, i think emulating the way the best work is how you find your own neurofeedback persona and how you develop your own style and that's something that i, I take pride in I, I don't think that i have tried to imitate anybody but to take the best from all of them and to adapt it to my own style. And then Kelly has helped me do that. And I, I think that's my biggest recommendation. Do your own, 
be your own persona and have your own style. And more, more often than not, you cannot go wrong that way. Is there's a lot of people who want to get into this that aren't medical, don't have, um, you know, license and whatnot, but you can go and work, you can get trained in this and become a technician. Don't, don't close the door on the dream. We all want to do something with a positive impact. And if this is what you want to do, please contact me because I'll walk you through what the board requires. You know, you'll find a provider. No one, I built, I've helped build so many clinics that the dream for, for any provider is to have someone inbox, email you in your inbox and say, Hey, I'm putting myself through this program. I want to come work for you. I want to be a technician. I'm, I'm, I'm very close to meeting requirements or will you be willing? I'm, I, here's my experience and background. You know, will you train me and I'll stay with you for X amount of years or whatever. Um, so you can get into this uh, and don't be deterred and work for, for somebody who is licensed and qualified. Um, and, you know, don't limit yourself. This is great fun stuff that we get to do. Uh, and there's such incredible people. And also there's more than enough people and clients out there for everybody. And so just like Jay said, I mean, it's not a competition. I don't think of anyone in this field, uh, business related or provider or anything as competition. I view them as friends, as, as resources that I can tap into and pass people to or, you know, whatever it may be. But we really are. We got we got really lucky in this industry. Uh, we're all here to help. And again, there's more and more people in the market that are learning about this and that are seeking this out. And so you, if you want to be the first Starbucks on, or the sixth Starbucks on the block or the 50th, there's more than enough clients for you um, to see. So I just want to say that. Kelly, what's the uh, uh, best way for uh, our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Sure. Uh, they can just go to the website, uh, successful-partner.com. Um, I offer, like I said, free 25-minute consultations, uh, and that goes for anybody, uh, background experience or not. Very adamant about making sure that people understand what this is. Uh, I've got a lot of resources that I've collected uh, since I started uh, in this industry um, and have added and updated uh, everything uh, as current as we possibly can as things in the field has progressed. So um, tap onto our website, book a free consult, whatever, whatever feels good. We've got a lot of content on there. So. Oh, absolutely. We'll have your links in, in the podcast notes. Kelly, thank you again for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. We thank you all for listening to NeuroNoodles, Neurofeedback and Neuropsychology Podcast. Hey, we'd like to thank our business supporters, Outrageous Baking, they're a dedicated gluten-free bakery that has been around for 15 years. Check them out at outrageousbaking.com. Tor Talk wants more people to discover text-to-speech at tortalk.se. Alternative Behavioral Therapy, Neurofeedback Service in Vancouver, Washington. Hey, just ask for Joshua M. And Amazing Brains in Colorado, two locations, Vail Valley and Summit County. Say hi to Micah while you're out there. We'd also like to thank our supporters, the EG and me, Sadi M, Jonathan Rowan, January Terrell. And we'd like to welcome our new supporter, Loretta T. Hey, do you have an idea for a topic or guest? Please email Pete at neuronoodle.com or leave us a voicemail in the podcast notes. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And hey, if you really, really, really like us, you can always buy us a coffee on Patreon slash Neuronoodle. We love our Patreon peeps, don't we, Jay? Uh, absolutely. 
the 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 field wouldn't be uh, the same without all of our supporters around, and um, hey. it, it, it it's always good to have uh, a base. So, so it's good to have friends, right, Jay? Yes, friends, absolutely. Cue cue the music. <laughs> 